Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. On today's episode, a very special episode, we are going to be talking about the annual Create a Competitor competition put on by SRG Universe 4 Super Show The Game. Joining me today to talk about this particular topic, two gentlemen, the first, the current Underworld champion, Bob Dunn, the second, the man behind twitch.tv slash chibibt, Paul Trejo. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hey, Michael. How's it going? It's going all right. So, this timing of this is kind of unfortunate. I'd rather have not done this show so close to the deadline for entering the CCC. But then again, this may turn out to be a blessing in disguise. For those who are listening to this for the first time who are not familiar with the Create a Competitor competition, every year, going back, I'd say, half a dozen years now at this point, SRG Universe puts on a contest where people submit competitors, you know, the look, the backstory to the company, and then there's a contest. There are matches where competitors are put up against each other round after round until eventually, until there are two left, and then eventually we have a winner. And that winner is made into Super Show the Game. I wanted to do this show because when I first found out about the CCC, I thought that was a great idea. It was a way to basically put something creative in the game, to come up with a neat idea that I think people would like, put it out there, and potentially get it in. What do you guys think of when you think of the CCC? What is your idea of what it is? I'll start with Bob. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the CCC is, I think, has several purposes. Um, through the community, it is the most widely recognized way to introduce new characters, right? Um, and when I say new characters, I generally am referring to people's direct characters. Um, so, you know, usually a lot of what we see in the CCC is, you know, the introduction of my real name is Joe, but my character name is this. Um, and, you know, for the people who otherwise aren't motivated enough to uh, to go out and start a character, um, or who just feel uncomfortable doing so, the CCC gives them a good jumping-off point to um, to start to think about you know what what kind of character are you playing in the legendary fighting federation from the company perspective i mean the ccc is probably you know it's not the most expensive advertising 
but it is a one of the one of the most enduring forms of advertising maybe that the game has um because there are so many social media shares that go out that are telling the rest of the world the the uninitiated about the LFF uh and saying hey I, this is a thing i do this is a this is the thing that i'm interested in and here go check out this you know go check out this competition so i think those are the two main purposes from my perspective um you know in, a, in addition to obviously ending up giving someone the opportunity to really invent themselves in the game yes but off of just what bob said this is a community building event. Everyone uh, who enters in their competitor, you see the people that around them, usually their uh, their stores or their faction mates or someone, they will start hyping them up so high so that people start voting for them. I have seen so much outreach in just the community bringing more people or bringing in their close friends and family and some of them actually staying which is great but then i've also seen uh as bob was saying the outreach getting friends getting family to come vote for you come share the social media presence with you and then more eyes on on super show but yeah i think the ccc at its core is just seeing what strange ideas we haven't even started to think about for Super Show. So two things I want to bring up from what you guys have wrote. First, the advertising definitely I see as a point. From last year's CCC, the tag round is the most you know great example of that. My big question with the tag round and maybe you guys have seen this more than I, how successful are things like the social media sharing and whatnot? How successful is that at bringing in new players? From my perspective, I don't know anybody who came into the game because during the CCC, somebody asked them to join a tag chain or asked them to post something on social media. And they said, oh, I learned about this game through that, and I started playing, and now I'm a you know, regular, semi-regular you know, player. Has, has, what's your guys' perspective on that? Well, on the bringing people in from, to the online community? Or just, in the, just into the game, period. Maybe just, they only play locally, but yes. they found out through things like the online sharing that's part of the CCC, that's a regular part of the CCC. I know we got quite a few of the Rack Pack members uh, coming in. I don't know if all of them are still, the ones that joined from this are still around, but I know that's where they started to get their numbers. Yeah, I would say that this is not... Again, as advertising goes, most advertising is high spread, low impact, right? Mm-hmm. And this is probably, I mean, this fits that bill. You're, you're trying to get one out of every hundred people that see it to maybe join the game. And I think that 
that level of engagement may be happening. It also may be driving people to play who don't, who aren't interested enough to join the national LFF picture, right? Like, I mean, this game exists at three levels. It exists at the, the, I only want to play with my friends level. It exists at the local play with other people, but I'm not interested in the national game. And then it exists at the national game level. And I think, you know, a lot of the people that get drawn in may get drawn in, but only at the lower two levels, one or two levels. And so we don't even, we don't even, we're not even aware of most of those people. I mean, you know, I've talked to X Royce who lives in Oregon. I mean, there was a, he had a friends group of, that was playing before the pandemic that I don't know that we knew any of them. <laughs> we only knew X Royce and it was only because he created a character himself. So, um, yeah, I think I think effectiveness is hard to measure here, right? It's like the, another form of advertising is going to a convention. Well, you go to a convention and there's 100,000 people, you're not selling 100,000 product, 100,000 uh box sets. You know, you're 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 hoping that the advertising draws in a percentage of the people who show up. And um and and that's usually a pretty good return. So for the amount of investment that the company makes, I think it probably is pretty successful advertising. Now, that is true. I do wonder about that because while the company isn't investing so much, the players individually definitely are. I can tell you the tag round, having done it twice, once very intently last year, it's a lot of work to put in. And I can imagine from what I've spoken with other people who've done it, it's to them a lot of work to put in. So I don't know if that effort, if we see the fruits of that effort, maybe the company does. Well, I mean, only there's only one true prize at the end of this tunnel. It's one person's create a competitor comes into the game. So out of the however many people uh, sign up, only one is going to get the true prize. Maybe we'll see a couple of people take those characters and continue to use them and maybe make them eventually getting a CC, uh, getting a create a competitor win or something. But I mean, it's one big carrot at the end. So a lot of people feel like they're putting a lot of effort in for nothing. But it's not for nothing if you're it's not for nothing if you're enjoying it, right? I mean mm -hmm. yeah, the end result is the end result is we know Vicious Vic Vandal as Vicious Vic Vandal. <laughs> Instead of his whatever his street name is, right? Yeah, I mean yeah, that's yeah. the reality. Jersey James Sweeney. Uh, I'll at least throw it out there. He's James Sweeney. He's one of two James Sweeney's. Right. So you know, but when I run into him yesterday, I I he's Vicious Vic to me. That's that was yeah. the character he created for himself. I mean, that and and that you have to look at that as being the product, right? You, if you are going into the CAC and you'll only be happy if you actually win the CAC, just don't go in. Don't bother. <laughs> it's it's going to make you frustrated. Um, you 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 have to go in for the right reasons, and I think one of the real right reasons is because you want to establish a character, particularly a character that you want to associate with. And I, I think that's, that's where I suspect, and you know, I've never entered the CAC, 
But I suspect that's where people will find the most enjoyment out of it if they're participating. So you would so you would almost argue that if you're going to go into the CCC, basically, effectively put yourself in. That if you're not going to put your that that's sort of the the most enjoyment the maximum enjoyment you're going to get out of the CCC is basically just being able to sort of put in either yourself or the wrestling persona you want to you know be in the game going forward because outside of that since there is only going to be one winner at the end of the day there really is no purpose because that's where you're going to sort of get your maximum enjoyment is being able to express yourself I would say that. Now, I know you and I maybe have different feelings on this, Michael, and it's because you've entered different kinds of characters, right? Right. But I think if it's not going to be yourself, you need to have a personal attachment to it, right? Like, um, you know, so if... Uh, and I'm going to use Ursus as, as an example here, right? Sure. So if you're entering Ursus, I think it makes more sense if you're entering Ursus with the idea that you are somehow related to Ursus. Either you, as the person who's entering that character, is his trainer, his handler, something like that, right? Otherwise, you can't promo for the bear, right? So I think if... And and I think we're going to see more of this this year now. I'm, I, we've, it's only been alluded to. It hasn't been officially said, but... I think we're going to see a much heavier focus on promos this year and being comfortable with cutting promos either for or about your character. And again, I think that's going to be much harder if you don't have a personal attachment in some way to the character you're submitting. Okay, I can see that. I want. I, go ahead. Oh, I mean, this last year we saw... Uh, some people come out of their shell a little more. Like, we know Collector Sean Loeb as the Collector. That's his in-game character. But then we got to see this persona, the memes dealer. And he was having so much fun just throwing up random stuff. He he, It really felt like he was really into the character, enjoying himself. And granted, the memes dealer character is not my cup of tea for uh, for it. It was entertaining. And you can tell he was having fun. Granted, I don't know if it was all constructive fun, but eh, you got to have your fun somewhere, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think it is, uh, I think, like many things with this game, right? If, if you're only focused on the ultimate win, it's going to be, it's going to be frustrating and not fruitful overall. Um, it's probably not worth putting your time into it because, you know, 99% of the people who enter will not win. And if you aren't going to enjoy the character creation process, and if you're not going to somehow then use and apply that character towards your continued involvement in the community, then I think, you know, you're you're probably better off not not burning your time and feeling frustrated about it. That's that's my personal feeling. Yeah, see, that's a much different perspective because to me, I, I always viewed the CCC as a creative outlet, a way for me to make characters into the game, introduce 
characters I think would be neat. Because at the end of the day, to me, this is a game that you're supposed to play and have fun. And I know for a lot of people, the CCC is the vehicle to sort of get themselves their own personal character in the game. That's most people entering in the CCC are either entering themselves or ending the wrestling persona they want to play as, as you said. And so I guess it's just a different perspective that I have than you have. But your perspective probably makes the most sense as far as like, you know, what people should do as a way of maximizing enjoyment. Yeah, because if what you're going to create is going to basically, if you think of this as sort of not almost, not really as the contest, almost like we're getting the characters the byproduct of the contest, that the real purpose of the contest is to basically just be a vehicle to introduce yourself into the community, then that's probably a good way to look at it. And then if you happen to win, well, that's a nice incidental. But really this is about just sort of you know, introducing yourself into the game. Yeah, and I mean, there's a reason that this happens when it does, right? We've just gone through three, four major conventions. We've got, I could probably rattle off off the top of my head about 10 to 12 new players who have either only cursorily introduced themselves, and um, I'm, I'm thinking about like Rin Rin Samay, however you actually pronounce that name, and... Uh, Aunt West and other people like that who have like they've had a cursory introduction to a character, and then we've got a bunch of people who just have joined and haven't even thought about an introduction to a character for themselves, right? And this is their opportunity to spend a year, and, it, and you've got to think of it as a year of a year's investment. Spend a year building on their persona, so that. By the time they this thing ends, and most likely it will end with a loss, they will be well known as their persona, and that will be what they carry forward with them. You know, and uh, you know, you think of it as you think of the Grump, right? I mean, Grump goes into the first CAC and loses, but when he comes back for the second year, he's already well known as the Grump hmm. and ends up winning. And, you know, I think we could very easily see a repeat this year as well. You know, we could see Vicious Vic Vandal very easily make a deep run again. I, I uh, maybe an exclusive, but I was told yesterday that he is entering again. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think that is where people will have the most fun. Now, this is not to say what, what, what you said is wrong, Michael, about the creative outlet. Um, but I think that it will be harder, especially as the contest adapts, to involve more character building and more promo building. It will be harder to just have a character you introduce that you have no attachment to because you won't necessarily be able to sell the audience on the importance of that character if you don't have a personal attachment to them. Mm-hmm. Well, I would also probably, and this is something I always have to weigh, because I think from one of the things I also know from talking to people is that part of the you know, purpose of the CCC is to give someone who doesn't already have their own character in the game their own character. And so 
I can see like people like someone like me trying to basically just put something creative out there that I think people would love that maybe people will not want to vote for that because you know that that's not their vision for what this should be this should be about more like what you said allowing a new pl- allowing a player to sort of come in establish their persona and then we'll give this guy coming out he'll get his own well we also have to remember at the end of the day this is a community driven event uh, yeah i know a lot of it is voting uh especially in the early part and uh, a lot of people have problems with how the voting system is done but uh if you don't like for some people to get past the first round they need a strong community backing already because a lot of unknowns just get swept under the rug immediately at the start um I wish that didn't happen as much just because I want to see what some of these people can come up with because some of their ideas just die as soon as they start. But, uh, like, I know the Nightmare King this year is going to be signing up. And I know that uh, the Rack Pack is going to put a lot of of influence behind him. So hopefully he has a good run because... Uh, Mikey Nichols getting a character in the game would probably be good for him. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love that. He'd mm-hmm. be pushing to see the Nightmare King, the potential face of the year, Nightmare King. But with that being said, he really needs to do promos, have fun, and not take this so seriously. Yeah, I, th- I think the way that, Bob, you presented is actually probably the healthiest way to look at it. Just use this as a vehicle to sort of inter- introduce yourself into the game. That's probably how you're going to get, that's probably how a player approaching this is going to get the most bang for their buck, so to speak. Especially given the nine month timeline, right? I mean, yeah. they're saying they're saying there's not going to be a winner until at least Gen Con. So we're talking uh, July next year, I think. Mm-hmm. I think Gen Con's in July. Well, I mean, they originally had said a year. Yeah, well, they stayed, they're saying Gen Con because, you know, you need to announce it so in time to start the next one. Uh, you want to basically clear the deck in time for the next set of conventions to bring in more new players. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's it's such a long investment if you're not personally attached to it. I think it, I think that long, that length of an investment of time is going to frustrate a lot of people. What do you guys think about the length of time? Do you think it's smart? Do you think it's... What do you think of the pros and cons of that length of time? So, for me, the the length of time shows dedication to the character, for one. Uh, It shows that you have interesting ideas, you are capable of cutting promos. It shows that you have the stuff to make, uh, to do Super Show online and make it entertaining and fun. but the problem with the length is, especially with all the other year-long events that are going on, the uh, faction wars, the the online league is just starting. For a lot of people, their commitments are are to everything else as well as this. So it's just burnout at the end of the day that gets them. 
two, three months down the line, uh, they get frustrated or tired of doing it. They can't cut all the promos because they have work. Uh, it's the timeline helps you because it gives you enough time to make a character and make the character work. But if you don't have the free time to make that work, it's it's frustrating. I think um I think a sort of healthy way to approach this again would be to lay out a schedule for yourself in advance where you are plotting or revealing your story, right? So if I were counseling somebody entering this, I would counsel them to basically prepare a, a promo a month along this along this path, right? It's and and it's it is definitely a longer timeline than the early CACs that I remember, which I think ended in about two or three or four months. Um, but if you plan ahead for it, you know, again, longer time to tell the story, longer time to show that that you really inhibit the character, longer time to show that you're going to stay around the game. Um, and I think that that will. Um, that will encourage the cream to rise to the top at the end of this thing. So, yeah, it's a long time, but if you're really committed to it, and if you, you know, you, if you really believe in what the character you're building, I think it's worth that time. Mm-hmm. I think here's the danger I see with the long time, and this is with anything that Super Show does. That takes a long time. Faction Wars would be part of this. The longer it goes on and the less people are actively involved, if you're not doing things to sort of keep it in the minds of the people, they forget it's going on. And so I think as it goes on, there needs to be a concerted effort to sort of, you know, keep the community aware, keep the community sort of invested in what's going on. Because... Out of sight, out of mind, I think applies to things like this very strongly. People just forget the contest is going on because there can be you know, some big gaps between round one, round two, between the rounds, between the matches in the rounds. So I think yep. if they're, so they're going to make this go along, they've got to figure out how to keep people's attention and interest in it. Well, that's also a difficult part because for a lot of the community members that aren't in the CCC, their main focus and main drive of paying attention to the CCC is someone they like or someone that they would like to get a character is in it. And if they go out early, their their drive is gone because they don't care about anyone else besides that. Maybe they'll they'll stick around uh, around just to see if there's any interesting characters. But for uh, like I said earlier, it it's a popularity contest in at the at the end of it. So if the person you're wanting to see win is no longer in the running, your drive to continue ca- paying attention to it is zero. And that's why I do think one of the negatives is being more person-focused than sort of like competitor-focused, more creator than creation-focused, is that if you're not really invested, 
in the character being out there, you're really just voting to support, you know, this is a person that's a friend of yours, someone you like. That yeah, once that guy, if that guy gets eliminated, your interest in the contest goes, just takes a nosedive. That when your when your emotional investment's tied more to the people, but then again, that would be the same with the character. If you had a character you liked that was a favorite and it got eliminated early, you might not care about anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's the same problem exists, right? Same problem it's, exists. Yeah, it's uh. I think the best thing everybody can do, again, is connect more with the character that you're selling, right? And and more promos, not less promos, right? So, uh, you know, people do pay attention to character promos, even if they're hating, you know, quote, hating on the character. That That is, in effect, a form of attention. Um. I think it would do, you know, it would do better to maybe, you know, stretch out the earlier phases of the of the uh, contests to take a little bit longer, so that the later phases are a little more compact and people can um, people can remember more from round around the characters they're interested in. But I, you know, I think the people who are serious about the community pay te- pay close attention. And ultimately, you know, ultimately the final the final contest is not supposed to be a popularity contest either, right? It's supposed to be a, uh, a contest on the strength of the character and the strength of the story that the character is telling. Yeah, it's much- usually being vote, uh, voted on by a couple of actual pro wrestlers is always very entertaining. How much weight do you think people give to one over the other? A really hard question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a really hard question. Uh, you know, I think we're going to see in this year's CAC, I, and 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 Paul sort of alluded to it. I think we're going to see some almost political campaigning for certain people uh, to back certain to back certain competitors. You know, we know certain regional groups and factions will always try to promote their own friends who are in the competition. Um, I think everybody makes their own personal choice in terms of who they support. And there are a lot of factors that go into it. Um, You know, I would never, I will never enter the CCC for any reason because I, I wouldn't ever. Number one, I already feel like I, I have my characters that I connect with. Right. But number two, I wouldn't try to take that space away from someone. Um, and I think we're going to see this year, I, I think we're going to see a lot of characters that are are going to have a, are, are going to have established fan bases. So it's going to be really interesting to get to those later rounds and see how everybody votes. Yeah, and to go on that a little more, I think we're going to see a lot of very uh very interesting characters starting off you're you're going to get the personal characters uh that we always really love or we already know but we're going to get a lot of uh almost like alternate art versions of some characters i think some people trying to reinvent themselves 
I haven't heard if he's actually going to do it, but I think it would be an interesting thing to see Kerhausen if he has the time to to throw himself into the CCC. But then again, he also has like three other characters already, so it it might not be thought about in the best light if he does that for something like that. You know, that's always kind of an interesting thing because I've always been told that, you know, people, if you already have a character in the game, don't expect to do well in the CCC. People kind of look at that as a way to give people to sort of allow people who don't already have character to have characters. But then again, Sean Loeb was, you know, almost made the finals. So, and he's got, I think, two characters in the game. So who knows? We could see Kerhausen go deep as an example. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I think in Sean's case, right, that's he was basically creating an alternate character that he can play, that he, that fits his personality. Um, and I think that that was part of the reason he made it so far, along with his already existing popularity in the community. That doesn't hurt at all either. No, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Sean Loeb did a lot better than I sort of thought he would. But, you know, seeing, you know, after the fact, looking back, it makes sense why he did so well. He did exactly what we were just saying, what you need to do to, to, succeed in this you he had fun first and foremost he made his character differences he kept in line with those character uh with that character path he made promos both 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 video promos and post promos he just played the game correctly and of course it doesn't hurt that he's now in the dwo do you think factions will would play will play a big deal or do play a big deal? I know CCC? factions play a big deal. Uh, okay. I I don't I know a lot of people don't think of it as a faction, but I know Rust Belt holds a huge sway over who gets out of those early rounds. Yeah, that's that's why I said regional groups when I uh, when I instead of factions earlier. I think yeah, you've got a lot of voting blocks and people who have very strong feelings and that's fine i mean that's that's uh that's part of knowing your audience right so you got to find a way to connect to all those people or if you're not going to connect to them you got to find a way to connect to the, the other groups so that their their votes don't hurt you if if you know for instance you're going up against a rust belt character then you've got to find a way to appeal to the votes for everybody else outside the Rust Belt, because you know they will pretty much always stick together in those early voting rounds and vote for the Rust Belt characters first. Uh, I mean, that's just the reality of it. So would you essentially advise someone if they're getting in, try to basically get in with one of these factions? Uh, I'm, <laughs> that's, that's really difficult. hard. That's really hard, right? But if you but if you can get someone to back you, if you can you know and 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 Paul mentioned that maybe Nightmare King is going to be backed by the rack and the rack pack. Uh, if you can get someone to back you, then I think you probably should. Um, you know it, it. It's similar to having a coach, 
uh, on any sports team, right? If you're if you're a swimmer, you have a coach. If you're going to be in the CCC, it doesn't hurt to have a coach or someone who can back you and someone who can help, you know, organize votes for you because we know that eventually that becomes a really big deal. Like that, you know, the tag round is always a painful time trying to herd people to participate and, and go through the social media tagging. And, um, you know, the more, the more hands you have, the more help you have, the better. Yeah, no, the social media tagging, definitely the more people you can get on your side, the more unique votes you can get, the better. Hmm. All right. I think we've covered this actually pretty well. Is there anything um, you guys would like to add? There were a lot of like, like, oh, go ahead. I'd like to add one personal thing right here. Please, anyone that's actually going to be in the CCC, remember to appreciate Pat Mulligan. He is a volunteer for this. He does this pretty much on his own. He's going to draw all the original characters to start off with. So, and he runs everything on it. Give him some patience. He, he does a lot for this game. I thought, uh, I thought Arnoff was drawing all the characters. I, I'm not sure Pat's doing the drawing, but he is going to oh, do all the, but he does read yeah. every submission. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Apparently, if you don't like what Arnov is going to draw for you, then he will draw a stick figure version of you. Right? That will ah, okay. Pat will draw. Pat will so, draw you like Ace Ventura. From, <laughs> from, and yeah, oh yeah, that's right. If you don't put in a character description by nine thirty Eastern PM next Sunday, the thirty first, Halloween, you get, you get stick gonna, figure in a tutu. Well. You'll get, you'll get, yeah, stick figure in a tutu. Yeah, you'll get it. Well, if mm-hmm. you have no, if you have no look description, stick right. figure in a tutu. Yeah, stick figure in a tutu. Which, I mean, does that mean you just get put on a tag team uh, with a uh, sugar plum in the future? Is that all? Is that, is that what that means? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of interesting possibilities there, right? I suppose they are. What if your character's a ballerina? Then basically he's doing the work for you. I mean that's true. You don't even have to do, just send in that's, ballerina and then just let, right. let him and do the rest. Him yeah, extremely skinny ballerina. So he just does you know stick figure in a tutu. That's there right. You there go. Done. That's right. Easy. Yeah, I mean I think the reason it didn't take us so long to reca- to to sort of hit the high points here is because I mean last year as it was happening, I think there were some people who were wounded by both the outcome and the procedure on different rounds, but all of that eventually faded. Um, You know, a lot of that sort of outrage faded. Uh, And I think it's because number one, time heals all wounds. But number two, I think people are just remember more that look, ultimately not every most, most people are going to lose this competition. And I think the people who gained the most from last year, um, you know, are the people who um, are the people who created a character that's lasted long. So, you know, I think of uh, I, I think of Vicious Vic Vandal. I think of Candyman uh, on that list as people who didn't win but created characters that have now become 
what I would consider to be on the permanent roster of the LFF. And some Although, of them have actually been made into characters at this point. Right. Some of them have, yeah. It's interesting because I feel like Candy Man would have, you know, win or lose, or even not entered, would still be like a huge character in the game. I think that persona is big enough that she didn't need the CCC to sort of make her spot on the map. Yeah, but some yeah. some people they Vicious. can do that. So, some yeah. people are charismatic enough that they don't need the CCC as a platform to make this jump. But this is definitely for the people more in their shell to break out of it and step onto the main stage. I mean... Yeah, no, I'd say... If, I, I agree with you with the Vicious Dick. I think definitely this put Vicious Dick on the map. People know who he is now than ever. We met at the conventions this summer. There's a lot of them I would love to see enter this contest. I would love to see them sort of start to think and, and build on their characters. I know the the uh, couple of friends from North Carolina uh, who are talking... You know, a lot of the people who are talking about entering the Rising Star Tournament, I would basically like to also see enter the CCC, and I would like to see them, in parallel, improve their play and build a character that becomes a long-lasting fixture in the LFF. I think that would be the most beneficial thing that could come from this year's uh, from this year's CCC competition. That is a great parallel there, Bob. I mean, just imagining some of these brand new players. I, I would love to see Allie. Allie last night at the Deep South title, or she had a chance at number one contendership. She did lose, but I've watched her. She's only been in the game for two months at this point. And she's already learning the game, getting better at the game. I want to see if she can make those big differences and start cutting promos with the with the rest of her Rat Pack members. I want to see right. if she can do stuff in the Rising Star. I want I want to see these people grow in the community. And these are some of the best platforms to to do it on. Yeah, I I, I want to know. I mean, I know who Ali is as a gamer. I want to know who Ali who Ali is as a character. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you for participating in this uh, panel discussion. I'm glad I could have you guys both on. Ladies thank you for having us. Uh, you're welcome. So Paul Trejo and Bob Dunn. And I think with that, that's going to do it for the, the special episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. If you are interested in signing up for the CCC, I believe it's uh, stumman9 at hotmail.com. S-T-U-M-A-N-9 at hotmail.com. All right. You have to send a the name, description, biographical information of your character physical description, as well as, you know, who they are, what they're about, and how they learned about the Legendary Fighting Federation to that email by October 31st at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. That's the cutoff if you want to be in the CCC. That's going to do it for this special episode. Thank you to all of you for listening. Good day.